Oh, you've got a lint microphone, sir. <laughs> I swear, it's not always like this. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened this before. This has never happened before. <laughs> All things creepy. Okay, so here we are on Labor Day. Oh yeah, it is Labor Day today. Recording some creepy shit. Yes. <laughs> I know you're rocking an Oddity Files shirt. That's great. Shirt, do ya? I do. Because like I've, it. I've, it's our merch. Well, this is a retired piece of merch. This was the tour T-shirt for last year's podcast tour. Oh. And you and I will have to figure out how to do that, sir, at some point. Oh, it's gonna happen. I wanted you to say something about my shirt. Thank you so much. I didn't even tell you, and you brought it up. Right out of the, right out of the gate. <laughs> I know. I know. You're amazing. First, I have a new merch idea that I'm super stoked about, and that's all I'm telling anyone. Oh, perfect. So, but I'm going to make fanny packs and oh, masks out of it. Yes. You know me. I've been trying to bring back the motherfucking fanny pack for at least 10 years. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? They're fucking back, Nick. I oh. couldn't be happier. 100%. They're 100% back. Oh. I I think there's a lot of potential. Um, <laughs> a lot of potential for like some spring break type fanny packs. Um, <laughs> it's going to be yes. great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But on a, a note about merch for everyone is li- who is listening, and I'm, t- I'm telling you, this is just for podcast listeners only. If you use promo code ILISTEN, at checkout when you go to oddityfiles.com slash site slash merch and buy anything. Again, the promo code is ILISTEN. You get free shipping. That is a podcast exclusive. There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, sometimes that's like the make or break for me is I'll, I'll go on like Mondo or like some site mm-hmm. and I'll be like, man, I want to spend $30 on this Bill and Ted record, but there's it's like $11 shipping. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so used to Prime. Oh, if anything yeah. charges me shipping, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And why won't it be here in two days? <laughs> <laughs> if I pay for the shipping, it better be here in two days. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're... Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, the, maybe maybe I'll have the new stuff up and for sale. I think it'll be a blast. Um, but use promo code ILISTEN, one word, I don't think it matters whether it's caps or lowercase. I did it all in lowercase, so maybe try lowercase first. <laughs> and you save on free shipping. Look at the good we do, Nick. We didn't you need I wore this shirt and I meant to tell you before we started recording to ask me about my shirt, but I didn't even do it. No, you didn't have to, because I just, you know, I, I recognized it and I will say I know that licensing and like IP is an important legal thing and might be an issue, but if one of those new merch items isn't an upworld t shirt I'm going to be a little disappointed. (laughs) Well, it's not, but next time I see Anthony Michael Hall, I'll ask him about it. (laughs) Ask me about my gnome or like ask me about. (laughs) Um, Yep. I know so much about the paranormal. (laughs) No, that took me too long to think up. It's not even funny. (laughs) It did. We'll just say it was the lag. It was the lag in the zoom and it. You know, you were you were right on. Sure. <laughs> Even though the whole time I went, um. Uh. 
<laughs> I love it. I also am going to start a new Facebook fan group only contest. So Ooh. we've got our rate and review contest where if you rate and review, mainly on Apple Podcast, but anywhere you can rate and review for us. I put you in a contest once a month and you get free Oddity File swag. Actually, you know our friend Ursula, Nick? Oh, I do. She sent me some things to put in that swag for the rate and review here. contest. I don't know if you'll be able to see this on here. Oh, that's says, amazing. Oddity Files ghost on that's amazing and it's like a a clear sticker that i usually put on the back of my vehicle i love that i do too but everybody tell ursula you love these new things i think she's selling them on an etsy and i probably should have asked her what that address was but tune in next week and i might remember to ask her (laughs) if not she'll post on the facebook page Exactly. Um, but this new random Facebook group only contest is available to anyone, um, anyone who's a member of the group. And once a month, I'm going to pick some random member of the group and I'm going to videotape an Oracle card reading for them and send them to it on face. Send it to them on Facebook. Oh, that's great. So. It's kind of like a tarot card thing, and it's something I, I want to do more often and get better at it. So this is my excuse. I love That's it. That's my goal. I love it. Thank you. But I think <laughs> it'll be fun. But yeah. what y'all need to keep doing is at uh, sending um, friend requests to everybody to join that group because holy crap, it's freaking amazing. Yeah, and uh, tell tell your friends you don't know what you're missing until you jump in the group because not only is it filled with amazing stuff and memes and like fun paranormal shit to buy it's also a nice distraction from uh the world that's happening things happening (laughs) pretty much the only thing i check on facebook anymore yep literally that's all i go back on for i'm like off everything else but i just go if i get a notification i just go in the in the group only and Mm -hmm. i stay off the rest of the the, the Facebooks. And it's just Oddity Files fan groups. Search for it in your groups. I believe it's an auto approval now. You don't need to click to join and then we add you because Ursula was great and fixed that for us. So thank you so much for that. But yeah, absolutely. So I'm thinking of starting this uh, Oracle card reading once a month at the end of this month. So awesome. Hopefully I'll remember to announce both winners at the end of each month. We'll Hell see yeah. how it goes. Just in time for October. And the spooky, well, it's already spooky season. It is so, spooky season, yes. yeah. Like nothing else matters except that September is October just twice. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of the Facebook fan group, um, oh, I don't remember her name and I'm so sorry. I'll look it up by the when when Nick's telling his story, I'll look it up and I'll say it at the end of the <laughs> the podcast. But she had mentioned Hocking Hills State Park in Ohio. And she wants to go there because there's like a haunted cave and a haunted waterfall and all kinds of cool stuff. And as soon as she posted it, I'm like, R V Park. Wow. And at the end of the month. We will be staying in an RV park that has its own very own cemetery, and I will be parked directly adjacent. Like, I could touch the fence 
from my RV. Yeah, Yay. I'm so excited. Oh, that's going to be pretty fun. It's going to get yeah, spooky. I hope they have Wi-Fi. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday, we're leaving. Oh, there you go. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we will. We will. Absolutely. Also, I'm thinking of all the things, Nick. I'm sorry. I know. It's going to be another hour, 20 minutes. I set you up. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're wearing the Omnifile shirt. Boom! (laughs) I had a bottle of perfume jump off a shelf today. Oh. Yeah. I was dusting, and that's the one shelf I did not dust. Oh. However, you know my new friend behind me here, Claudette? Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, the story behind her is she was a very wealthy young child who died at an early age. Guess what the brand of the perfume was? Claudette? Chanel. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I sprayed some on her just in case. <laughs> oh, perfect. Then she's set, for, she's set forever. Then when the scent starts fading, she'll knock it off again. And and... More Chanel. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, Claudette, thank you, honey. I, I do she's... smell like... Chanel right now. Isn't it? <laughs> That's the new aroma of the of the podcast dungeon. <laughs> Chanel Gardenia. <laughs> She's such a lady of taste. She is. Okay, one more thing. I swear, I just remembered. Keep them coming. One more. So Chris and I went on date night the other night. And so he has this vintage fancy car. And I said, babe, let's go for a ride. Let's just... Let's just not do anything this evening. Let's just go for a drive. You know, like old people do. Because we're old people. (laughs) And we went out to Nashville, Indiana, which is also known as Brown County. It's a fabulous state park there. Like they have the Changing of the Leaves Festival there and everything. And it's kind of like a mini Gatlinburg. Have you ever been to Gatlinburg? Oh, absolutely. Many times. I love. We're going there for Christmas. (laughs) Oh, that's not too far. That's like two, two and a half hours away. Um, I've decided we're taking our RV somewhere in Tennessee where we can come fucking say hello. Yes, please. First place I walk in, because I haven't shopped since, I kid you not, since March. Other than Amazon and online. That doesn't count. The first time I went to Walmart, like in the store, because usually I place my order and they bring it out to my car. Yeah. First time I went in, I spent $200 on everything I didn't need because I couldn't stop myself. (laughs) You're like, material things, I can touch it, I can touch it, I can feel it. (laughs) Literally. So the first shop closest to where we parked the fancy car was a crystal shop. Oh, shit. And I needed crystals for the camper. So there's there's like essentials I have to have. One's protection, one's this, one's that. It's just kitsy shit, you know? But... I was looking for citrine because my friend uh, Tiffany Rice had recently posted on Instagram about her citrine and it sounded fabulous. And I thought this rock in my hand was it. And I picked it up and my whole hand started tingling. Oh. Which is a really good sign when you pick up a crystal. So needless to say, I left with it. It is orange jasper and it's amazing. So this is my... Mm, assignment to everybody out there. Next time you're in a crystal store, t- 
touch them. Touch all of them that you can because the one that you need to bring home with you is the one that gives you the tingles. Not not the creepy tingles. I just the love it. Tingles. You're like, touch everything until something makes you tingle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Half of that wasn't even on my list, but... <laughs> Okay, so I needed to talk about all that stuff. You did. You definitely did. Uh, I feel like like a, an AM radio show, you and I, with our Mr. Predicto. and <laughs> That just goes off randomly. Podcast, mascot, you know, whatever. Okay, is that everything? Yeah, should we go to Paranormal in the News, sir? I believe you had something you'd like to speak about since I've been rattling on for probably 50 minutes at this point. So we talked a couple weeks, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I don't know. It was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It was pretty recent. And uh, we talked about TV shows like binging and whether like weekly TV and binging TV are, you know, what the battle between like- spoiled brats. Yeah. So, The Boys just came out on Amazon. Season two of The Boys just came out. And, and it's it's coming out one a week. Yeah. It's like it's HBO. Well, they did three right out of the gate. Okay. So, they're like, here, we're giving you three hours of television. Yeah, Take it. which is just enough right before bed. Yeah, it's perfect. And, like, I watched all three in a night. I did the binge thing. But now I'm like, sweet. I get one a week. This is great. Um... Not everyone feels that way because what's happening is all of those spoiled people that you're referring to are going in the review section of The Boys Season 2 and destroying it. Not the show's quality. Oh, no. But Just they're the like, fact that it's... Yeah, they're saying that Amazon has failed, that this show's going to get canceled because the one-a-week thing is shitty, like blah, 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 blah. You suck. You're the worst. This show sucks. And... Basically, the, the rating of the boys on Amazon is like a two out of five stars. Oh, no. People are like review bombing because they're pissed. <laughs> they don't get a shit. Oh. Like, it's ridiculous. Here's a, here, I, I've thought about because I was like, no, I want them all at once. But I've thought about it. Shows that I sit and binge and binge and binge. I don't retain it like I do if I'm looking forward to the next week's episode. Like Game of Thrones. I can s- spill the whole story for you. Yeah. Um, one in season one and two of Stranger Things. I don't know. There's a bunch of kids. There's some bikes. There's some Christmas lights and a really creepy thing that's upside down. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. It's it's really frustrating because it's like on one hand you have like everyone spending thirty dollars to like watch Mulan and they're like, oh yeah, we knew it was coming, but we're gonna spend the money anyway because we don't have to go to a movie theater. And then you have the boys that's like, hey, we live in a really distant world right now where everyone is disconnected and everyone's divided and here we're going to give you something to talk about together because yeah the numbers are there everyone's watching this show and it's like and now you get to talk to your friends about it without spoiling it for them and it's a good time and everyone's like fuck you amazon you suck (laughs) (laughs) i i get both sides but i would never leave a review like that it's crazy like it's it's next level psychotic that this is happening that it's just like I mean they said they were going to do it like they they didn't surprise anybody and be like we're no, only giving you three episodes yeah everyone knew it's like 
watch the first three the day it comes out and they even released it a night early and everyone's still like oh amazon you suck this show sucks i'm just like what are you doing now chris and i watched the first part of the last season of lucifer and i know there's more coming did I bitch about it? Was I upset about it? No, because I got to see Tom Ellis shirtless, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, Sorry. sometimes there, there's an audience for that, you know? He's so pretty. No, I just, I think it's like everything in the world right now is sort of this like hot, cold, like, we want this and we want this and this and that and da 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 da. And it's just like, you can't, it's the logic is like the people who are mad that that more episodes of the boys are coming are like the same people who get pissed when like season one of a show like what you just said with lucifer it's like they're mad when a show gets renewed but then they're like man the show ended fuck fx fuck sci-fi i want this show now i'm just like what's your logic no it's 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 a world of people that literally think the world revolves around them right now yeah and that's why i love all our weirdos because you guys get it i bet every single person who listens to this has manners i really that's why we're weird because we we are the weirdos we have manners we don't write bad amazon reviews when you get one season a week after three put basically in your lap yep yeah it's crazy anyway i could i could rant about it for like 15 minutes but i'm like it's so it's funny because it happened i was reading about it right before podcasting and i was like oh so funny that we literally just had this conversation of like the bingers and then the people who were like no i mean i was raised on once a week television so i'm okay with it because it's gonna last longer and like I you know, basically to... everybody alive except for like toddlers was raised with once a week television. Yeah, I seriously, can, I can tell you the people <laughs> the people who should not be watching the boys are the people who grew up on bingeable television. So the people who are in the comments complaining are the people who actually at one point in their lives watched television shows that were once mm-hmm. a week. So I'm just like, yeah. What's the logic besides being impatient little fucks? Like, I <laughs> well, I, there's a word I'm looking for for this kind of person, and I can't. Entitled. Oh yeah. The yep. world is so fucking entitled right now. Ugh. It's crazy. It's just like talk to people. Like it gives you a reason to talk to share your love yeah. for something. Like I, Amazon has this watch party feature, and like there was a movie that came out last week, and I was like friends like let's all watch this movie together because i love it and i think you'll love it too and so i used it it was fun because it was like it was that sharing it was the moment of like sharing mm-hmm. with somebody and the, it was like and, sitting in a movie theater with somebody in this day and age where you can't yep yeah so it's just it's just crazy but i don't know i i was just like man what a, what a total like simulation moment where i was like man we just talked about this and this shit's happening in real time right now (laughs) like i'm watching so amazon has a watch party thing now too i thought it was just netflix yeah amazon has one i haven't used or seen netflix's yet but amazon has one um i'm gonna have to look into that that would be fun to sit with do a watch party with everybody who watches oddity files i don't know it's super fun yeah it's just like a little chat box on the side you just chat away and it's it, it's it's That's great fun. yeah i it was a really good time I, I recommend doing it to connect with people you haven't talked to or seen in a while so it's yeah definitely good. i love that i went to watch the haunting of bly house a couple days ago and apparently it's not up yet it's 
the either the end of this month or early next month it comes out. But I didn't write a review that I was mad. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're, You're like, right. Everybody else is wrong. <laughs> it's just funny. It's it's like it's like the next level like layer to to the to where we're at this year and it's like seeing how angry people are getting over something so small that like they knew i i'm just like man what a crazy time i wasn't surprised when you said it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> being an empath my life has been like this for about eight years yep you, you. now i have a reason to hide from everybody <laughs> Yeah, I literally like I I took a screenshot of some of the reviews and I just I posted on my Instagram story. I'm just like, people suck. (laughs) And just like guys, if you if you took the time and energy to actually like give a shit about literally anything else, we would find Bigfoot. Aliens would prove would the existence would be proven. Go find the Loch Ness monster. Do anything else than sit on and like review bomb a show that you love. (laughs) Like. Yeah, I hate the boys, by the way. I'm like probably the only person in the world that hates that. I I watched it with Chris because Chris really enjoyed it. It was just too dark for me. It was like watching a CW show. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm like so anti-Marvel and stuff that it's such a fun show to Mm. watch for me because I'm like I'm very anti-superhero just anything. Um, okay, that's where we're going to have to differ. I am <laughs> Queen Marvel. <laughs> I, lo- I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's... I love the funny ones. God, yeah. so much. Yeah, Ant-Man is like, is pretty good, but that's pretty, like, mm. that's... <laughs> that's like where it's Ant-Man not. is everything. <laughs> Paul well, Rudd is everything. I was going to say, Paul, Paul Rudd is everything. That's the, that's the yes. truth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. And that chick from Lost, she was actually really good in that. Okay. This is not a show about TV shows or superheroes or anything, but (laughs) apparently y'all like the banter because all the compliments when we go 20 minutes over our slotted, alleged slotted, made up slotted time slot. So I hope so, because I'm looking at our our runtime now and I'm like, shit, if you guys are still enjoying this banter. Like, we'll get to the stories eventually. Just <laughs> better get to that real quick right now. Okay, so the title of this story is Grave Mistake. Casket seen in Maryland River turns out to be a dock. <laughs> Let me see if I can share this screen with you. Yes, please do. Um, Hopefully it doesn't crash our Zoom. Oh, don't look at my story. It's showing. Don't look. I, I can't, can't see. Any, oh. It's just a black screen right now. Wait, no, now I can see is your it? story, but I'm not looking at it. Okay. I, I downsized it. So this <laughs> is, it looks just like a casket. And yeah. people apparently thought, because my browser is frozen. I've got this spinning wheel of death. I'm sure you can see that. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Story. Grave mistake. <laughs> casket seen in Maryland River. Turns out to be a dock. I got it from HuffPost. And I can't read it to you because that's my luck. It's frozen. Stop share. Yeah, there we go. It'll anyway, we were running long, so. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know the physical attributes and, like, the textures. I, I can't, like, touch this thing. But it looks like a yeah. block of cement. <laughs> like, the, I feel like people are grasping at straws for, like. like well, it looks like the, the casket cement thing that all caskets are put into, to me. Yeah, I, I mean. Know. I mean, I, I just grew up in a house that funeral parlor owners 
owned before I did, and they left weird shit behind. Oh, that's spooky. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't know enough to look at that and be like, oh yeah. I feel like the last thing I'd be like, oh, it's a casket. I feel like it's a. It's like, oh, it's a slow news week. Let's go ahead and pick this one up. <laughs> so true. But it is. Because it's, the real news is terrible. Yes. But it, if it was floating underwater, I could see somebody. I mean, the general shape of it is a rectangle with curved top and bot tips. Let's say tips. Side to side. It's got curved edges. Yeah. Um, I could see underwater that would look just like a freaking casket floating, though. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like stranger things have happened, you know? I feel like that's probably a common thing they, found, they find at the bottom of oceans and stuff. Yeah, so even if there's, like, any flooding in the past year, I feel like that's tangible enough evidence to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this could be a casket that got too far. <laughs> I don't know. I was struggling to find paranormal in the news this week, so. Yeah, usually it pops up. And I still have the spinning wheel of death. Nick, I believe you go first this week, am I correct? <laughs> I think so. Uh, Yay! <laughs> it's just like this This week's episode is like, you guys are all caffeinated. Great. We're going to throw just as much as we can at you as possible. Stick around. <laughs> you never know what's going to come next. You never know. Quick duck! <laughs> I am super excited about our latest podcast partner, which is Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning, it's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied, and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of Bones Coffee Company you drink. You guys, this is amazing. First and foremost, I love coffee. I love wine and I love bourbon, but I love coffee. So check it out and help out the podcast. Go to tinyurl.com slash bonescoffee. Get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast. We appreciate you. Let's dive in. So this is an interesting story, one that I did not know about. uh, And I feel like I'm pretty well-versed in like the crypto paranormal world, but sometimes things just slip through the cracks. And this is one that definitely slipped through the cracks for me. And I'm, I'm actually a little disappointed. Oh God, I hope we didn't do the same story. Maybe, I don't think so. We'll see. Let's, let's see. <laughs> if there is a one. Cause in like, as if you didn't know, I have a cryptid that's very rarely talked about. So go ahead. There is a one in 1000% chance and you'll know True. right away if it, if we did. Okay. <laughs> I hope we did. <laughs> just add to like I the kinda, insanity. We'll just of tell episode. our own stories. <laughs> we you can read one sentence. I'll read one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, here we go. If there's some like typos or anything, I wrote this story uh, with some specific sources. I uh, probably fucked some stuff up, but it's it, it'll it'll be fine. We'll get through it together. I'm sure. It'll yeah. be great. All right, Ireland. Oh, we're good. Okay, cool, sweet. There we go. <laughs> One word. I can name that tune in one note. 
I told you. I told you you'd never run away. Okay, now that we've cleared that up. <laughs> Here we go. Ireland, a place of rich folklore, Guinness, and groundbreaking bands like U2 and Enya. Now, before you jump to conclusions, I'm not going to be talking about the Loch Ness Monster because that's Scotland. So, read, yes. a, read a book. I, <laughs> go to school, kids. Go to oh, school. Oh, you can't. <laughs> oh shit that was we weren't ready for that kids <laughs> too soon so i'm not talking about the loch ness monster what i'm talking about is something a bit more strange something with a thirst for blood considering that with each reported sighting a casualty usually follows oh no today we're going to be talking about the vicious horrifying ghastly carnivorous king otter what? <laughs> I've never heard of him either. <laughs> Neither have I. I love it so much. So everyone who's listening, go ahead, have your laughs. While King Otter might not be the most threatening of its many names, uh, it seems to be the most famous. King Otter, otherwise known as, and I'm going to mess this up because it's not spelled how it sounds, Dower Koo, which roughly translates to Waterhound, and also Ooh. known as the Irish crocodile, which is far more terrifying. What? Yeah, that's that's some scary shit. Tell me more. For the story, I'm just going to call him King Otter because it's the easiest okay, one to I say. Like that. And I love it because it's real funny, especially as we kind of move along. Uh, <laughs> King Otter <laughs> is described as a huge, carnivorous otter-like creature, with sightings of the creature dating back to 1684. But today, we're going to focus on an incident that occurred in 1722, as stated on a young woman's gravestone in a, count, in a county Leitrim graveyard. First of all, you know, th that feels like just yesterday. <laughs> that was my joke. But two, on her gravestone, really? Yeah, pretty crazy. This is like pretty uh, a pretty legit, this is not just a alleged sighting. This is like etched in stone. On a stone. fucking gravestone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her name was Grace, a.k.a. Grace Connolly, which is a very Irish name, and she lived close to Glen... Glenade Lake. I'm gonna get all of this. It's very heavy Irish uh, stuff. There goes all our Irish listeners. Damn I know. I'm heck. sorry. Call me out. <laughs> Teach me how to uh, get this shit right. Uh, she <laughs> send phonetic spellings to yeah. oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. <laughs> Please do. Her name was Grace, and she lived close to Glenade Lake in County Leitrim and had visited the lake one morning to bathe or wash clothes. It's uncertain which one she was there uh, to do. Okay, either she was naked or she wasn't. Maybe she was doing both, washing her clothes oh. while bathing herself. I don't know. She's a go-getter. She is. Multitasking. Even in the <laughs> 1700s. Uh, girl. <laughs> girl. While she was there, after a few moments, a creature emerged from the water and violently <gasps> attacked her. Later, her husband, which I'm also going to mess this up, it's T-E-R, so we're going to say tear. Tear. Yeah. Tear. Uh, who was a blacksmith, was concerned with her having not returned home from her trip to the lake. So he mounted his trusty steed, and he set out to go look for her. Aww. Upon arriving at the lake, it was very clear, very quickly, uh, 
that he found her uh, dead with the creature <gasps> that killed her sleeping across her mutilated corpse. No. That's some crazy shit. Oh, wow. That's super real. Super real. So without hesitation, he dismounted his horse and drew his dagger, which I'm assuming he crafted himself being a blacksmith. Oh, of course. Uh, it's probably some Damn. sacred, some sacred, like he probably pulled his ponytail out and flipped it, had this sacred ass dagger. It just, <laughs> that's just, that's my visual. Clearly some magic. Oh, yeah. Mike I'm vibe. picturing uh, that guy from Outlander doing all of it. So keep going. Oh, okay. no, I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> and then he took his shirt off too and said, hey. Lots <laughs> So the husband charged the creature and managed to kill it quite easily. It seems maybe he was just had super strength sleeping. Uh, Yeah, maybe I think that was why he killed it so quickly because it was sleeping. Oh, silly me. (laughs) But I mean, visuals were great. Nick. Perfect. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) So after he killed the creature, he he like recognized right away that it was the uh, the Daruku or the King Otter. He knew he was like, this is this is the thing. So uh, for the Daruku, a.k.a. the King Otter, maybe next time they'll choose to not fuck with a blacksmith's wife. Might be a good idea. So as Tyr, the husband, the blacksmith is standing just staring down at his his revenge-filled kill, and he's flexing. Uh, the King Otter let oh, this out... This eight-pack. eight-pack. Sorry, I, I need to stop. <laughs> I gotta zoom in. I feel like I'm 95 years old. I'm, like, struggling to read this shit. Okay. Oh, welcome <laughs> to my world. <laughs> so as he was looking down at this creature, it let out this strange... Like, as it was dying, it let out this strange, like, whistle. and Whistle? That, yeah, it was a whistle. And that whistle summoned its mate from the lake who jumped out. <laughs> no! And, this is terrifying! <laughs> oh, it's crazy. This is the seven, This is early 1700s. You know, this is next level. Oh. I mean, entertainment is watching plants grow in the 1700s, so this is some good shit. I bet there were people up in the in like the hills and mountains watching this as entertainment. Just they were just plotting. like, yeah, they're like, get him, get him, tear. So as soon as the second creature jumped out, tear the blacksmith husband ran back, terrified, and jumped on his horse and rode off. And the creature pursued him for several miles before no. tear eventually dismounted his horse. And left it, <laughs> he left his horse as bait. And so he, he, he dismounted and then just said, all right, horse. Poor horsey. Yeah. Sometimes you got to make. <gasps> Ter, I was on your side until you left you the horsey. You got to make sacrifices. Ter. So he's standing in the bushes and the creature actually sunk its vicious teeth into the horse. And at that moment, Ter charged and killed the second creature as well. <laughs> horse had probably been with him since it was a foal i don't care you know that's like leaving one of your dogs as bait are you kidding me i'd save my dog and be bait tear we had it for a second but it's over sacrifices had to be made he did it for the greater good of uh revenge for his fallen his slain wife take your wife's (laughs) head and throw good god (laughs) so having killed one of these vicious creatures 
He killed a second creature, therefore solidifying the fact, do not fuck with a blacksmith in the early 1700s. With his eight pack. With his eight pack. Just a hunk. Just a total hunk. A hunk, yes. <laughs> so while this appears no different to hundreds of other folklore tales, what sets this apart is the fact that Grace Connolly's grave actually exists and seemingly attributes her death to the King Otter or Dorku. Dour, Dorku. I have to go to there. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad that you said you want to go because it's located in the Conwell, Conwell Cemetery close to Kinlock, in County Leitrim, Grace's grave is now badly weathered, the text largely illegible. However, a carving remains that appears to depict a strange creature being pierced with a dagger, um, with locals maintaining it as an image of a Daoku or King Otter. Her husband, wow. who died many years later, is buried in the same cemetery as Grace with an image of him on horseback holding a dagger etched onto... And an eight-pack. And an eight-pack. And flowing locks uh, etched into his <laughs> gravestone. So, the next time you're in Ireland on that post-COVID getaway, you probably should not, definitely don't do this thing. Don't wash your clothes or bathe in any lakes or else you could face the wrath of King Otter and his mate. That's the end of the story. Wow. That was amazing. My source was darktales.blog. Poor horse. So guys, have you heard of paraboxmonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com. Promo code oddity files. Check it out. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, see what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. 
So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. I'm going to tell you the story of the Dover Demon. Oh, you, you know, I saw a little bit of the Dover Demon on the internet when I was doing my research. Um, but I didn't read into it at all. So this is great. The Dover Demon is a small humanoid cryptid reported to have been seen in Dover, Massachusetts. I assumed it was Delaware, but it's Massachusetts. Sighted on three separate occasions during a 25 hour period. On April 21st and April 22nd in 1977. I know somewhere in here I said, and this story goes a little something like this. Oh, there it is. Okay. So (laughs) nowadays, cryptozoologists seldom show interest in the Dover Demon. Mainstream cryptozoologists are rarely willing to seriously investigate humanoids other than hairy humanoids. Same. Um, But it's about to change. It seems that sightings only happen during that short period of time, with most claiming that the sightings have now ceased, so the Dover Demon does not seem to be a pressing matter. Let's change that, shall we? Oh. Uh, Let me tell you the story of the not-so-creepy, kind-of-cute, maybe-cryptid, the Dover Demon, and that story goes a little something like this. So, like I said, the only reports were in 77, three separate sightings in the course of 24 hours, all in Dover, Massachusetts, which is about 20 minutes from Boston. It's the only Boston accent I can do is Boston, Um, (laughs) which is quickly becoming one of my all-time favorite cities, Boston, not Dover. I literally love everything about New England, except for their stupid football team. Tom Brady is the devil. Let's talk about these sightings, shall we? (laughs) So William Bartlett, then 17 years old, was the first person to see the Dover Demon. As he and two friends, Mike Mazako and Andy Brody, drove along their local farm street just past 10 p.m. Willie's behind the wheel of the Volkswagen and spot something creeping along a low wall of loose stones on the left side of the road. At first, he thinks the image is a dog or a cat. Until his headlights shine on it, he realizes it's nothing he's ever seen before. It's one of those burps I was talking about. Bartlett witnessed a creature between three and a half and four feet tall, eyes glowing, because it was in the headlights, and it had a little pot belly. It had an egg-shaped head with tendril-like fingers, and as for the coloring, he said it was a light orange, like what you would have seen, like white people in the comics back in seventy in the seventies. That's what color this was. Crayola calls it peach. <laughs> and when he got home, he immediately told his father who had him draw what he had seen. And we'll post all these photos on the Instagram, which is at Oddity Files. Check our highlights. Um, This is episode 95, I think. Holy shit. Almost 100. So, the drawing... Here's what I saw when I looked at the drawing. We have a Squidward-shaped head. But the part where the mouth is where the mouth is like Squidward has like a little tiny mouth head and a big bulbous like melon on top. 
the bottom part was a little longer and as wide as the top. So it was almost shaped like a peanut is how it was described. His body was pretty much like a baby torso, but the arms, the arms and the legs are super skinny, jointed in the middle, and then the digits, the fingers and the toes are what freak me the fuck out. Because please tell me you've heard of salad fingers, Nick. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> that thing creeped me out. I'm going to send you a plush. Saying? I'm going to say they just they just uh, put out some salad finger finger plush dolls because he's coming back. I'll send you one. <laughs> oh, God, no. Add it to your doll collection. No. Oh, yeah. Can you send a haunted version, please? I mean, sure. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll okay. put them in a little wine crate and just say, oh, please, haunted. <laughs> Don't open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Salad Fingers in my head all day as I'm writing this story. And as if you can't tell, Salad Fingers kind of freaks me out. So, it's otherwise an adorable creature. Except for its fingers and toes. You said baby torso, so this is like a little fella. Yeah, it's three and a half to four feet tall tops. Just a little guy with a big ass head. <laughs> yep, and like that little, you know, like baby pot belly. It just kind of looks like they're always pushing their belly out. It had that as well. He also said the skin looked like wet sandpaper. So like a shark-like texture to its skin. Ugh. That's peach colored, which is weird. Okay. I mean, the kid's got a great eye for detail. Our pal Willie was the only one to see the creature in that car, but he was the one driving and the only one probably paying attention at that point. But his friends attest to the fact that Willie was completely freaked out whenever it happened and that they were bummed that they didn't see it too. Some people say it looks like your run-of-the-mill gray alien, but honestly, it really doesn't. I think they're just grasping, especially the fact that it's freaking peach-colored. Okay, two hours, oh, since we're on the SpongeBob thing, two hours later, (laughs) 15-year-old John Baxter leaves his girlfriend Kathy Cronin's house at the south end of Miller High Road. Then Baxter starts walking up the street on his way home. Half an hour later, after he's walked about a mile, he observes someone approaching him. But the figure is short, so Baxter assumes that it's an acquaintance of his, M.G. Bouchard, who lives on the street. Some podcasts said that this kid's head was misshapen as well, so that's why he thought it was M.G. So John calls out and gets no response. Baxter and the figure continue to approach each other until finally the latter stops. Baxter then halts as well and asks, who is that? The sky was dark and overcast, and he can really only see a shadowy form. Trying to get a better look, Baxter takes one step forward, and the figure scurries off to the left, running down a shallow, wooded gully and up the opposite bank. What's a gully? Is it like a creek or an empty creek? I thought it was like a little, like an empty creek. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Also, why are they calling this guy? That's what I thought. Why are they calling him a demon? He seems just like an inquisitive little fella. I agree wholeheartedly. There are no demons. Anyway. No demons. He says there he sees the creature standing in silhouette about 30 feet away. Its feet molded around the top of a rock several feet 
from a tree. <laughs> Shudders. Okay. The creature's body reminds Baxter of a monkey's, except for its dark figure eight shaped head. Its eyes, two lighter spots in the middle of the head, are looking straight at Baxter, who after a few minutes begins to feel uneasy, realizing that he's never seen such a creature before and fearing what it might do next. He backs carefully up the slope, his heart pounding, and then walks very fast down the road to the intersection at Farm Street, which is where the previous sighting was. There are, there's a couple passing in a car. They pick him up and drive him home. Baxter made a black and white drawing of the Dover demon. He states this creature had large eyes and tendril-like hands. He saw this thing standing next to a tree, and it legit was the exact same thing a Willie had seen earlier in the evening, and they didn't even have a chance to talk to each other. So, oh, wow. The next night, on April 22nd, at around midnight... A 15-year-old girl named Abby Brabham saw the Dover demon. It was standing upright next to a tree, she said, much like the sighting the night before. The locations of the sighting, when plotted, lay in a straight line over two miles, and all the sightings were made near water. No sightings have been reported since, though Bartlett says a weird experience Bartlett is Willie. So Willie says a weird experience a year later left him wondering if he had had a return visit from the creature. The following year, he said he was in a parked car with his girlfriend doing Lord only knows what kids these days when he heard a thump on the car. He made out a small figure living, leaving the scene. He remains unsure... Really? He remains unsure who or what banged on the car. He said, though it could have been a youngster playing a prank, Farm Street could have been a modern-day Sleepy Hollow, with woods lining the fieldstone walls and what little light there was coming from the moon. Since at least the 17th century, the vicinity of the second-oldest road in Dover has been associated with strange occurrences. Dun, dun, dun. So, in 1841, in the town history, Dover Farms, Frank Smith writes of Farm Street. In early times, this road went around by the picturesque Polka Rock on the farm of George Battelle, which was called for a man by that name, of whom it is remembered. That, amid the superstitions of the age, he thought he saw his satanic majesty as he was riding on horseback by his secluded spot. So the devil himself has been riding horseback down Farm Road. Okay. (laughs) So the location has long been looked upon as one in which treasures are hidden. But why anyone would go so far inland to hide treasures has never been told. However, there has been, at times, unmistakable evidence of considerable digging in the immediate vicinity of this rock. And funny story, legend has it that polka rock is a fancy way of saying puka rock. And a puka is primarily a creature of Celtic folklore considered to be bringers both of good and bad fortune. 
They could help or hinder rural and marine communities. What did I say the name was? Puka? Puka. Yeah. Puka can have dark or white fur or hair, which maybe little dudes had some wet hair and it looked like sandpaper. I don't know. <laughs> he just came out of the water. He did. Yeah. The creatures were said to be shape changers, which could take the appearance of horses, goats, cats, dogs, and hares. And they may also take human form. So I'm wondering if this polka rock is just a puka portal in disguise. Oh. Do you like that play on words there? That's that's a or maybe that's, go that's good. I, I <laughs> you've got no words. Got, it's so bad. No, it's, anyway. it's good. I, I, like it's logical. So or maybe his satanic majesty's pet had come back without his owner. Hmm. But I have a theory. (laughs) And so do a handful of others on the interwebs. One of the scariest stories I've ever done to date, for me personally, next to the Black Eyed Kids, was the story of the rake. I covered it in episode 28, but for those of you newbies, here's a quick rundown of what the rake is. It's mostly spotted in Northeast America in urban settings. Most sightings have happened in New York State, but doesn't mean it can't get to Massachusetts. It's hard to explain what this thing looks like, but if you've seen the movie, I Am Legend, starring Will Smith, it reminds me of the zombies from that movie. Very human looking, but super skinny ribs and joints showing through its thin layer of flesh and the color of its skin is a whitish grayish in color and its body is hairless but more so like this mixed with a huge dog. So you take the zombies from I Am Legend and you mix it with like a a dog skeleton up in there, but the face is still has remnants of human to it. But it stands or sits super eerily, almost like the bones in its, because it's usually on all four legs. So that's where I get the dog aspect of it. But it's like the bones have been broken and are protruding under the skin. And if this thing weren't creepy enough, its fingers end in long talon-like horrificness. It's reported to be at least six foot tall when standing, and its eyes are sunken and as black as onyx, and they reflect light like animals. It has no protruding ears, barely a nose and a mouth, filled with hundreds of sharp, jagged teeth. So back to the theory. My thoughts are, stick with me here, it's a sweet baby rake that's lost its terrified mama, terrifying mama. I mean, think about it. I mean, or maybe he he doesn't seem like hostile or like alarmed. He just seems like he's just sort of like checking people out. He's just like, hey, hi, it's me. Hey, Hey, I'm a baby rake. I I don't have my jagged teeth yet. Come play with me. (laughs) And you know, babies can grow up to be very horrifying humans. That's very true. Or whatever species they are. So that's why I think the Dover demon is really just a baby rake. It's never been seen again. And I think all the rakes got together and said, keep your children close. Don't let them wander off into Farm Road anymore. And, yeah. Or, you know, it could be um, a fairy from The Rock 
talk about two different sides of the spectrum, sweet fairy or horrifying creature just waiting to kill you. It could honestly go either way. <laughs> I feel like it could be some sort of aquatic creature, especially with like the sand, sand-like skin. I feel like how long his fingers are and like the shape of his head and how he's kind of tiny and like naked. I feel like he might come from the water. So the drawings all over the internet are fucking adorable. And it's probably not. I hope it's not a rake. Because I want one now. And if it turns into a rake, no fucking thanks. (laughs) It would change everything for you. Exactly. And searching for, you know, the drawings that the kids did, uh, I came across a pretty freaking cute merch. And I totally ordered a hoodie with the Dover Demon on it. And if you guys want to check it out, it's on Teespring under the name The Patterson Film. That's the Bigfoot film, right? It sure is. I love whoever made that shirt. He looks like a little amphibian. He looks like a little frog person. Yes, very frog-like. Even, maybe they don't turn into talons. Maybe they're just like spindly little fingers like a frog has. Yeah, I feel... I don't know. I feel like it it seems very... Yeah, I'm looking at pictures now. Yeah, it feels feels very... A frog mixed with Gollum. Yeah, his his head's definitely pretty creepy. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, he's just a cute little fella, just trying to, trying to stick his way around, trying to look at what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in love with the Dover Demon, and he's adorable, and I want to take him home and let him play with my puppies. But just in case it really is a baby rake, I'm not going to do that. But it's never been spotted since. And all three of these kids made reports to the police, but none of them knew that it had happened to the other. So it's, it's certainly a cryptid. It has to be. Um, there's no tail to it, so it wasn't like a, a, ra- a hairless raccoon. You know, I just, I don't know what it could be. Yeah, I mean, I feel like what you said at the beginning is, is super interesting about, like, you know, cryptid research being primarily directed at Bigfoot and or, I think the Loch Ness Monster could kind of be roped in, but everything else, every other cryptid that is, I mean, you don't have like a Chupacabra investigation team. You don't have like a Dover Mm -hmm. Demon investigation team. I think Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot are the easiest things to explain scientifically. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But if people knew shit like the Dover Demon, uh, I mean, I think Chupacabra is also easy to explain as well. Like a dog-like creature that sucks the blood of, like livestock i feel like that's a pretty easy thing to explain um genetically but yeah dover demon jersey devil shit like that like they can't look for it because if they if they go and search and find it it's probably not gonna uh bode well with uh the internet and society so yeah and what they're what all the skeptics are saying it is is a baby moose uh no. In Boston? Yeah, 20 minutes outside of Boston. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, even uh, there was one podcast I was listening to, and I can't remember the fucking name of it. It was so good. Um, and it was three guys talking, and usually I hate those podcasts. But he says, okay, I grew up where moose grew up and where are you getting these tendrils from on a moose and their hooves are so ridiculously prominent when they're babies yeah that there's no way the 
the world will never know. No. But I'm in love with the creature. The peach color, the pot belly, just it's the fingers I can't get past. I uh, My sources are the always entertaining, never disappointing podcast, Lore, Mankey, You Are the Man, Wikipedia, Cryptid Wiki, Boston.com, and the one podcast I was able to find the name for was The Moth Boys. And then there was another one I listened to, which sounded like three surfer boys talking about cryptids i'm like no thank you but i will find out the name of that other podcast and i'll let you guys know real quick it was heather wagner that told me about the hocking hills hauntings i was able to do that real quick (laughs) and i appreciate you nick i think we forgot to do the socials do you mind if i run through those do it Okay, we've got Oddity Files, at Oddity Files, for our Twitter, our Instagram, and our TikTok that desperately needs to be updated. We've got the Oddity Files fan group on Facebook. We also just Oddity Files on Facebook. We've got a Patreon page that we've had a couple new members add on there. We appreciate you guys so much. I need to, at one point, run through everybody who's been a member of that at some point. Um, new videos coming this week. Our producers from Patreon are Doug Malton Locke, Ryan Hoke, and Donald Blanchflower. We appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to go ahead and rattle off a listener story real quick. This is from Tabby. And Tabby says, Hi, after hearing Nick with his Florida stories, I feel I should share mine being a Florida native myself. I have many, but I'll start with the first. It's quick. This took place in Auburndale, Florida, located between Orlando and Tampa. I remember being very young, maybe four, six years old, and I was upstairs. I was in my room when I heard my mom calling me, so I went downstairs and heard it again. I replied, I'm coming. This time, the sound was outside. The doors were closed. I shouldn't have been able to hear this. I opened the back door to the porch, and the voice was coming from the dark corner of the backyard behind the garage. <sighs> no, thank you. Which, darkness aside, I wasn't allowed to go to that part of the yard. Weird-ass neighbors. Eh, yeah. A Florida man. Anyway. Um, <laughs> All too familiar. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking, this is weird, and debating why my mom wants me to go there. When she came onto the porch to see why I was outside and not in my room as it was late, I told her she was calling me to the backyard. She told me sometimes God calls out or his angels, but we shouldn't follow it or try to talk to it. Being young and in a religious family, that was her way of getting me to stop. Later on, she told me that that wasn't the first time and she doesn't know what it was but had to think quick not to scare me. Wow, that's great parenting. Right? Um, The second story, but it was her most impactful, was same house as earlier, but she's 13 at this point. I was always the last to start and take forever to get ready between makeup and hair. So mom and my little sister head downstairs to the car. Mom's room is beside the bathroom, marking the end of the hall, and it's above the carport. So I could hear them shut the house, open and close the car doors, and crank it. So I'm in the bathroom. Directly across from me is the hall closet where all of my products are. Um, I have that door open and the light on. Directly behind me in the bathroom is the other door to Mom's walk-in 
closet. Now, on the closet door in her room, she keeps wind chimes and always closes it. Oh, that's interesting. Wind chimes on her closet door? Huh. I wonder why. I'm thinking it's paranormal. Anyway, um, all that was to set up the visual. I hope that makes sense. Yes, one million percent it makes sense, if I could read. I'm almost (laughs) done with my hair, and I hear stomping up the stairs and cussing. Now, I'm frequently pissing mom off with my take-your-time attitude to the point my nickname is Snail. So I'm panicking and telling mom, I'm sorry, I'm almost done. I'm not that far behind them. I see the back of my mom, or what I think is her, her hair and blue shirt she wears often. She slams the hall closet while calling me a fucking bitch. She shuts the door, shuts off the light, storms into her room, and flings open her closet. Wind chimes going wild and turning on the light. I can see it in the mirror from behind me. Then the screaming and cussing at me just stops. I open the closet, put away my hair oil, and went into her room to apologize. I didn't see her, but the closet and light were on so I walked in it's a short L shape she wasn't in there I shut off her light and closed the door while my brain caught up with me and hauled ass downstairs I would too mom's pissed I don't know how she got downstairs but mom's pissed um I was so scared that she would punish me I walk out to the car and there's my mom in a white shirt and sister sitting in the car singing along all happy Mom asked if I was okay because I was making a face. I asked when she changed from the blue to the white shirt, and she said she's been in this the whole time. It took me three more years and Ghost Hunters' debut to open a dialogue about it. Needless to say, she was horrified I never told her. I'm not sure what that was or why it happened. I have many, many more stories, and I will share them later. Thank you for taking time to read Tabby from Orlando, Florida. Oh. Whoa. Well, first of all, good to hear another Florida native experience some crazy-ass <laughs> shit. But uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty horrifying. I mean, one of the things I learned back uh, in my very, very short-lived ghost hunting days in Florida was that sometimes the darker spirits demonic evil whatever you want to call them will try to connect with you on a on a certain level and like hope that you let them in uh like lean Uh. lean into it so the fact that like this thing whatever it was was like straight up just impersonating her mother but like it was this malicious evil thing like calling her to one side of the yard that she wasn't supposed to be on and then like Mm -hmm. cussing at her and then storming away and like leading her in and then her, you know, leave it like uh, that's that sounds like that's sort of like what that was. Um, I'm going doppelganger. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Continue. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, it could be it could be anything at this point. But it, it sounds like the two occurrences were like no, no occurrences. Both mom. Yeah, both yeah. mom. But like yeah, mom telling her to go somewhere she's not supposed to go. And then mom screaming and cussing at her. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's speaking of your old ghost hunting days. I had somebody message me that you know they were sad about my announcement last week, but he's like, "But you know, I'm kind of seeing you, Nick, and Tiffany investigating from here on out. Just putting that seed out there into the universe, maybe something." Oh Lord, (laughs) I would just be like giggling and terrified the whole time. Oh, that's me. Every investigation. Perfect. 
not so terrified, but cracking jokes. See, this podcast is how I investigate. Yeah, I just try to radiate <laughs> lots of radiate stuff. positivity, and then you know whatever I whatever I push out there, I, I try to be like the sun. You know, all of my rays of positivity uh, shut out all the dark shit, all the demons. So yeah, can't touch me. <laughs> well, they're not there, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to good ghosts all day. I'll protect yeah, you, pre- please. <laughs> I mean, I literally do. I mean, there's been some murderers. There's been some, like, old mobsters that killed people. But generally, when they talk to me, you don't get that vibe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As long as they're, like, cool and they're just like, hey, we just want to tell our story. I'll be like, I'll listen. Yeah. We can be friends. (laughs) Literally, that's how I investigate. This needs to happen. Perfect. Anywho. um, We're over again, time-wise. So, you guys, thank you for listening every single week. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have a story as amazing as Tabby's, because damn, send it to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Where does the new cool? And ghost on. I want a Dover Demon. I want a Dover Demon, too. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours, and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support, or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma, your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here.